by Passion Church, the DeSoto County campus, the fun church in Horn Lake, Mississippi. For more information, visit us at www.mypassion.church. Brother Joe Madison, give him a round of applause. Glory to God. That's all I can say is praise Jesus. I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for Jesus. What he did on that cross that day. So beautiful. The gracious work of God in our lives is so beautiful. You look around and you see the fruit of everybody's life being changed. And you just be able to be encouraged by each other. And, and, and wanting to be led into a deeper, intimate relationship with God. Amen? Well, let's go ahead. Let's pray. And see where God takes us. Amen. Well, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we pray right now. We already know your spirit is here. We're asking for the words, not the words of man, but your words, Father. We ask that you bring your word and your power and your delivering power to heal us, Father, give us the words that we need that pertains to an intimate, godly life with you. Father, I pray right now that everything is done under your will today, Father. And Lord, we love you and we thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, I'm excited. I'm honored to stand up here. I, I've came a long way to be able to even stand up here. But it pays to know wonderful servants in the Lord. Our pastors, if it wasn't for Guy and Angie, I wouldn't have heard the message of the gospel preached the morning that I came here and gave my life to the Lord. And my life began to be changed. Amen? And thank God for my wife and her family for accepting me when I was a bonehead and now really enjoying me now that I have been set free. Amen? Well, I thank the Lord for that. Glory to God. Well, let's go ahead. Today's message. <clears throat> I'm going to start with this question here. What does it mean to be fruitful? As I was praying, I said, what does it mean to be fruitful? And the scripture come to my, come to my mind. And I turned to Matthew chapter 28 and verse 19. As chapter 28, verse 19. Therefore, go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. I said, praise God. That's the way that I can see being fruitful a benefit. It's by going. What has God put in your heart to go with today? To take to the world. That is so beautiful. There is something inside of you. It Jesus has inside of you. He has planted a seed in you that's different than the calling that is on my life. But there's a calling on your life. And if you go, 
He will make you fruitful in Jesus' name. So, I look at John, and I got three points to get to today. And today's message is producers of much fruit. And if you look at John chapter 15, verse 8, it says, that's John chapter 15, verse 8. If you don't have a Bible, scoot over, get you somebody that's got a Bible. If you don't carry a Bible, I pray that you carry your phone that has the Word of God on it, a Bible app or something. Because I'm telling you right now, if you are not reading and manifesting yourself in communion with God in the Word, you will hear things that sound like the truth that are not the truth. They are a counterfeit truth. But if you read the Word, you know and you can test every word that is whether it's the Word of God or not the Word of God. And you can see what's right for yourself. So John, chapter 15, verse 8, it says, When you produce much fruit, you are my true disciples. This brings great glory to my Father. You see... I want to bring glory to the Father. That's our heart, to bring glory to the Father. And to be true disciples of Jesus Christ. Now that the world that we live in, it's more evident now that we are called to be disciples of Jesus. To go out into the world and to share Jesus with them. So look here, three points. The first point I want to talk about is the fruit we carry is known as inside fruit. Do you know you got fruit on the inside of you? There is a fruit on the inside of you. Let's see here. In Galatians chapter 5, verse 22. Thank you, Jesus. Galatians chapter 5. You see, God is an omnipresent God. He's omniscient. You with me? He's and He's omnipresent. That right there is enough to speak about. He knows everything. He's everywhere. You with me? And He's all-powerful. He's unlimited. So if we look here in Galatians... Chapter 5, verse 22, it says, But the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, and faithfulness, and gentleness, and self-control. Do you know when you don't feel like loving somebody, and you love them anyways, do you know that's a fruit of the Spirit? That's a fruit. Do you know when you wake up and you just feel like you're in it, you're at the end of yourself and there's no peace, but you said, no, it says in the Word of God that you supply all my peace that passes understanding, that you give me the peace of God. So enemy, I call it right now, enemy, get off of my peace. I declare it in the name of Jesus. Like pastor preached, the authority. We have authority. We believe we have authority. Well, act on what we receive. Act on it. You don't feel it? Guess what? I believe it. And when I believe it, I receive it. And I act on what I receive. We don't walk by feelings, but we walk by the Spirit of God. That's what it says in Romans. It says in Romans 8.14, I'm just jumping there. But it says, all who are led by the Spirit of God 
or children of God. You'll know them by the fruit in their life. Let's see here. Number one. Say this with me. Say inside fruit. Thank you. Inside fruit. And I want to get to number two. The fruits others can eat. Known as outside fruit. You got your inside fruit. Now you have outside fruit. And if you look here in Matthew chapter 5 verse 16... The outside fruit. It says in the New King James. It says. Let your light so shine before men. That they may see your good works. And glorify your father in heaven. I'm going to tell you something. When I first got saved. I used to think people were watching me. Before I got saved. But they're really watching you now you got saved. And I'm telling you right now. They didn't care beans about you when you were out there in the world walking around acting like a fool. But now that you call yourself a Christian, they'll be the first one to tell you you ain't acting like a Christian. They'll be the first one to tell you you ain't acting like a Christian. But I'm telling you, your works, the love of God being shed abroad in your heart and being expedited all over the world. You see, people see you. See, that's the outside fruit. The fruit that people can eat. You ever walk up to somebody and they're talking to you. And they're, man, you're just, you're in the conversation. You're feeling what they're saying. I'm like, man, I'm happy. They smile, you smile, and you're feeding off one another. And all of a sudden, they say something that doesn't sit right with you. It's like eating something bitter. It's like eating something bitter. And I'm telling you, when you're acting like a bonehead and you're a believer in Christ, that's like somebody walking up to you and they just smell something that stinks and it's bitter and they don't want no part of it. But I'm telling you, if you will allow the Spirit of God to manifest those fruits that are on the inside of you that you choose to have, work them on the outside, guess what? People begin to see Jesus. Some people... And not everybody, but there's some out there that won't even ever step foot in a church. I got people I've been ministering to for, I, I mean, I, I know for a good two or three years. And they love me and they'll speak to me, but I invite them to church. They won't come to church. And I won't go there. That's a sermon for another day. That's a sermon for another day. But praise God that we're able to go out into the world. We're able to minister to them to be able to share God with them. That See, we can't come, come into a situation that we're puffed up too much of ourselves that we're not allowed to, to allow God into our situations, our relationships. And what we can do, we can allow God into our personal lives and He can use you. You know, He can use you. And you see, I was thinking about it the other day. I'm, you know, meet new people and I'm in a new gym now and I'm meeting all these people and I'm praying, God, just send somebody to me, send somebody to me. And uh, I pulled my Bible out. Yes, I pulled my Bible out in the gym. You want me to tell you how I do it? Nick, I shared this with him. He said, man, that's a wonderful idea. I said, I keep a picture of the old Joe in my Bible. And when they see me working out in the gym, instead of pulling my phone out, I pull my Bible out. I said, here, let me show you a picture. I don't know what they think, but I know what I think. And I tell them, I said, well, see, this is me 
so many years ago. And, and this me now. And glory to God. You see? And sometimes there's a door. And sometimes there isn't a door. But I just simply gently step back. Put my Bible back in my bag. And I promise you, every time I've done that, God's either opened up a door down the road. They say, man, I didn't even know you were a minister. And that, I didn't even know you were a Christian. I didn't even know you believed there was a God. They're always going to come and ask you what you believe. You might not have the opportunity right then and there. But it's the fruit on the inside of you. And it's the fruit that's being carried and ate about around you that people want to speak to you. But if you go around carrying a heavy burden in your heart that is exercised on the outside of you, guess what? Nobody wants nothing to do with you. I don't care what you say. No one is believing what you say unless they see what you're doing adds up to what you're saying. You got, to, you got to put actions with what you're saying. Glory be to God. He is the one doing the work on the inside of us. You see? He is the one that is bringing all things about. See? The fruit on the inside and the fruit on the outside is wonderful to the world. Because they can see it, they can eat it, and it's so beautiful to them. It's so beautiful because they see Jesus in you. They see Jesus in you. So, okay, number one, the inside fruit. Number two, the outside fruit. You with me? Now we're finna get to the good fruit. This is the fruit that is much fruit. I want you to look into your neighbor, and I want you to ask your neighbor, are you producing no fruit? Are you producing some fruit? Or are you producing much fruit? And there's a reason why I ask you to ask your neighbor that. Because we'll get to the point that you will be able to see and identify where you're at. So you're able to grow. We're all growing. Can I tell you in grace that none of us have arrived? That I have not arrived? That I want you to believe that Jesus is our ultimate source that He is going to take you deeper and deeper and deeper, and your faith will be tested stronger and stronger. For therefore, as you produce and you are trialed in many trials, your faith will be tested and purified as His gold was melted down in the purities. You see, when you take a piece of gold and you melt it down, you see that black stuff in it? That's what's in our lives Jesus is getting out. You see, when, when, when through the trials our faith is tested and purified as gold. So let's see here. Glory to you, Father. Amen. Praise Jesus. Let's see here. So we got the inside fruit. We got the outside fruit. Number three. The fruit that multiplies, known as people fruit. People fruit. You with me? In Proverbs chapter 11, thank you, Jesus. Proverbs chapter 11, you know, I've noticed the more you use the Bible, the more frequently you get with it. But you can fool people into thinking you pretty frequently with it if you get you some hidden tabs in it like that right there. <laughs> See, they say, man, that boy, he know how to get to a Bible verse. But uh, praise God for the tabs in the Bible. Amen. 
You know, because you got them people in here, they're like, I'm going to put it on my phone because I ain't about to just flip and it be right there. You know, I ain't that quick, you know. But praise God for the tabs in the Bible. Proverbs chapter 11. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Chapter 11, verse 30. Y'all having fun? I mean, if we can't have fun in church and stir ourselves up in the Lord, what, what good are we doing? We're here to encourage one another. We're here to lift each other up so we can go out and win the world in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. I'm looking for revival. I'm looking for a church that is set apart, that is without spot or wrinkle, that Jesus is coming back for all over the world. That's us. And I don't know about you, but I got some stuff I got to get out of my life. And I'm glad and thankful that you're here and we're going to work together and we're going to get it out together. We're believing God for it. Proverbs chapter 11, verse 30. I thought I was going to preach here for a minute. Praise Jesus. The seeds of good deeds become a tree of life. A, a wise person wins friends. You see, you got to be wise and you understand. And that's why it says in James, any man that asks for wisdom, let him ask. Not waver, not be tossed about from here to there, but let him be wise. And if you look here, in the New King James, it says... The fruit of the righteous is a tree of life. Glory to God. You are a tree of life. And he who wins souls is wise. You want the wisdom and the knowledge on your life? Win souls. You know, we, we, we took the youth to Target. And we went out and we're, they were like, man, they were scared to death. They were like, you mean you're going to do what? I said, just play along with me. I could have took you to Walmart. <laughs> I could have took you to Walmart, but I took you to Target. There ain't near as many people in Target. So, praise God. So, we go into Target, and they begin to see me walk up to people and introduce myself. And I tell them, hey, have you heard the good news? You, what good news? There ain't nothing but bad news. No, Jesus died for us. We're set free. And I, we're just sharing God's love with you. Anything we can pray for you with. We, you need any prayer. And opportunities... Open up. And I want to tell you that Megan, my wife, she witnessed to the first person that she'd ever witnessed to on the baby aisle. And she shared that with us. And I was like, praise God, thank you, Jesus. Because you could see the fruit in her life. I seen the fruit in her life. I seen where she was and where she's going. And she's getting the fruit that she asked God for. So... We're praying, we're, we're ministering, and we, Nick calls me up. And he says, you know what? I want to do that in my neighborhood. We got a little apartment complex. So we all got together. I said, awesome, that's my heart. That's what I want to do. So we get together, and we get to his house. We pray, and we go out, and we begin to minister and knock on doors and tell people about Jesus. And we ask him anything we can pray for. And as they come to the door... We're praying and, and, and opportunities are able to, for us to minister to them. Whether it be, okay, you just shared Jesus, you just prayed, it's okay, we're going to let you go. But there was one incident that me, Josiah, and Greg, little Greg, we went to a door and I knocked on it. And he said, who's there? I said, 
Joe. He said, Joe who? I said, Joe, a faithful follower of Jesus. He come to the door, little bitty dude. He said, what can I help you with? I said, man, we're out sharing Jesus with people. We're out praying with people. We just want to tell you that God loves you. I said, can I pray with you? And he says, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, we want you to pray for us. He said, get, hold on, let me get my girlfriend. He Girlfriend or whatever she was. I don't know what she was, but she come to the door. He said, hold on, let me get my kid. He gets his kid. And I'm thinking the one time this man hollering at the door is going to be the worst time. Josiah and Greg, they're backing up like, Joe, you take him in the name of Jesus. But I'm telling you, he came to the door and him and his girlfriend and the kid they said, cut the TV off. And we prayed in the glory of God. I mean, you just, their hearts were just touched by God. I don't know what their needs were, but I know their needs were met in the spirit. And I believe they were met in the physical. I don't know, but God touched them. And they were so grateful. They were so thankful that we were there. And I'm telling you that on the inside and on the outside produces that fruit. That God is looking for. You know that's why God said. Jesus said. That I'm waiting for the precious fruit of the earth in James. The precious fruit of the earth. He's waiting for the precious fruit of the earth. And I'm telling you. That God is ready. And he's willing. And he's able. We just got to get our mind with his mind. And see him move in our lives. He's so beautiful. Let's see here. It says here, God is giving us the desire. You know, I wake up, I say, God, give me the desire to do your will and not my will today. And no sooner than I say that, I feel the desire to read the word. Do I feel like it? No, I'm going to tell you right now, the feeling is not there. But I open it up. And, and you're going to have to decide in right then and there, make a choice to read. You're going to have to read. Sometimes you're not going to get nothing. Sometimes you're going to get something. But I'm telling you, if you don't do nothing, you're still going to get nothing. You, you're not going to win. You're not going to gain anything. But if you do nothing, you're still going to get nothing. I, I don't know where I heard that from, but it was somebody I was listening to one day. And they were talking about ministering and stuff. And he says... Well, if you do nothing, you're still going to get nothing. So if you do something, you're going to get something, rather if you don't get nothing. Amen? So look here. Philippians chapter 4, verse 13. This is the most used scripture in the gym. And as I witness, I love this. Because as a believer... I don't, I, I don't correct them. I, I say praise God that they're putting these on their shirts and their trucks and all that. But in Philippians 4.13, I see tattoos on them. But it says, For I can do everything through Christ who gives me strength. You with me? As long as your will is His will. That's why He said, If you ask anything in my name that brings glory to the Father, you ask it, I'll give it. It brings glory to the Father. So here in Psalms chapter 128 in verse 2. You will enjoy the fruit of your labor. How joyful and prosper, prosperous you will be. 
in the Spirit, how prosperous you'll be. How glorious it will be to see what God is doing in your life. Like Megan was able to share with that lady about Jesus on the baby aisle. And I'm telling you, when you see somebody that is scared to speak, speak, and you see somebody that doesn't pray out loud, pray out loud, you say, that's God. That's God. And I know without a shadow of a doubt that what God has done in my life, He's doing in your life. And I'm going to tell you, years ago, I could not have stood up here and told you anything, more or less read anything, but praise God, He's doing the work in us. He can get the glory and people can see the fruit and they can grow in it. Amen? Let's see here. God has given us the desire. Say that with me. Say, God is giving us the desire. I want you to say that because I'm going to step on your toes. I want you to loosen up because I'm going to step on your toes. I'm going to step on mine. We're going to get right. Amen. That's a warning before we go there. In Luke chapter 6. Glory to you, Father. Amen. Praise Jesus. Better read this out of my Bible here. Luke chapter 6. In verse 43. It says, A good tree can't produce bad fruit. And a bad tree can't produce good fruit. A tree is identified by its fruit. Figs are never gathered from thorn bushes. And grapes are not picked from bramble bushes. A good person produces good things from the treasury of a good heart. And an evil person produces evil things from the treasury of an evil heart. What you say flows from what's in your heart. So what's in your heart? Can I ask you that? Are you going to allow me to ask you? If you just take a moment and I ask you, what's in your heart? What are you dealing with? What are you allowing to be Lord of? What are you allowing to be Lord in your heart? Is it Jesus? Is that sin you're dealing with in your life? That drug addiction? That pornography addiction? That anger? That, that, that what, what, what is it that you're holding on to that you won't let go of? So God's able to use you. So God's able to allow His Holy Spirit in your heart. You, you with me? God wants to set us free. And set us free. Truly set us free. So to walk around with a heavy heart. You're not set free. If you want to share Jesus. You can't share Jesus with a heavy heart. You got to share Jesus with a joyful heart. I love it when you read the word. It's joy, 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 joy all over the place. And you hear Brother Nick, he gets up here and you'll hear him rap about joy, 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 down in my heart, down in the depths of my heart. And he raps his song, but it is so true. You want me to tell you what people are looking for in the world right now when they look around, they see a Christian? Is he joyful? Is she joyful? Well, she ain't no different than I am. He ain't no different than I am. Because he ain't no different than I am. Because he's saying the same things I'm saying. He calls himself a Christian. She calls herself a Christian. Well, do they, do they believe 
Or do they believe and actually receive what they believe and show people that's what they believe? So are you going to stand in the grocery store and you're going to stand there and complain about gas prices and complain about the president and people around you are hearing you? Instead of you complaining, you should be praying and you should be shouting with joy. You should be glory to God. You, look here. I'm going to tell you, praise God that, that, that we can come in here and praise God. That's enough to praise God about. They haven't came down on us enough yet to try to shut us down. But praise God, we're going to shout. We're going to jump. We're going to praise God for everything He has done. Because He's going to do more. He's going to do more. He's going to do more. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So we got the three. Three points. We got the inside fruit. We got the outside fruit. And we got the people fruit. Those three. I want you to, as, as the days go by and you leave here today, I want you to be praying about where you stand in your inside fruit, in your outside fruit, and in your people fruit. Who are you winning to the Lord? Who are you speaking Jesus to? Who are you giving that area in your life to? Are you giving it to the enemy? Or are you giving it to Jesus? Are you giving it to the devil? Or are you giving it to Jesus? Are you walking around complaining? Or you want to walk around sharing love with people? Shouting and saying, hey, I'm going to tell you something. This is joyful. This is glad. We can rejoice in this. Because he says, you'll see the seasons. And the season says Jesus is coming back. And we can shout. We can shout. Thank you, Father. Let me share these five with you. So we had the three points. I'm going to give you five, five points right here, real quick, like, to help you have people fruit. Now, you're going to have to pray to God to ask Him about your inside fruit and your actions about how you act acting on the outside. But this is what I use. And you can use these in any other order. But I wrote the word down. Bless. And it says here. For B. Begin with prayer. Simply ask them. Can I pray for you? Because the majority of the people in the world. They'll walk around and say. Man I just tell you what. I'm having a bad day. Them are the people that want to come up to you. Instead of talk to you. They just say, man, you ain't going to believe what happened to me. Hold on, let me, you, let's pray about it. T tell, me, tell me what's going on. Let them tell you. And then they're going to look for a response because they're going to want you to agree with them. Well, let's pray about it. Let's pray. Now, for L, listen to them. There's a lot of people that they just need somebody to listen to them. And when they call you or you're speaking to them or you're in person with them, just let them talk. And when they're done talking, thank you, have a great day. I mean, thank you, let them go. Because I promise you, if you'll be patient like the Lord's patient, and you'll be kind like the Lord's kind, and you'll be merciful like the Lord's merciful, there's another opportunity coming your way. Because I promise you, anybody that you will listen to them, they're going to call you back because they're going to want you to listen to them again. They're going to want you to listen to them again. It's the best sales tactic I've ever used in my life. 
pick up the phone, call them. Hey, how you doing? Doing good. Bye. Click. They call you back. You hang up on me? No, I figured you're busy. I was going to let you go. Okay, I am busy. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Click. <laughs> People do not want to stay on the phone with somebody that's going to drag them out for 20 or 30 minutes. They're going to call you. They're going to tell you what they need to tell you, and they're going to hang up the phone. Or vice versa, in person. You with me? So you can use that one. For E, eat a meal with them. Break bread with them. You want to see a real, you want to see how real they are? What's in their heart? You start eating with a person, they start talking about some things. They start telling you some stuff. I'm telling you, it's amazing what you get over food. You eat a meal together and you see some things. So you with me? Y'all wanted to stay there a minute. I could, I felt the anointing here. So just stay there on that eating. Hey, 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 hey. Y'all, you know what, Pastor? Pray about fasting and prayer right now. <laughs> Glory to God. Glory to God. Amen. Don't, don't, don't. That'd be rough. Woo. Praise God. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Okay. Okay. Begin with prayer. Listen to them. Eat a meal with them. S. Serve a need they have. Oh, boy. Serve a need they have. Find a need and meet it. That's what Jesus did. He says, what can I do for you? My daughter needs healing. You see? He found the need and he met it. And if you will find somebody's need and you will meet it, that, is, that, that right there will speak power to somebody. Yes, volume, power. You'll be able to see the work in their life, and they'll be able to see the work of the Lord in your life. Just truly meeting a need and meeting it. Finding a need and meeting it. Okay, number five. Share your story. Share your story. There's a lot of people that I minister to that'll flat out tell me that they're an atheist and they don't believe there is a God. And you know what? I just tell them, then what do you say happened to me? What do you say happened to me? Because everybody, they say something's different about you. you. You either done lost it or you done found it. And they keep coming back wanting to know what I found. And I tell them God is real. And if you believe he's real, he'll make himself real to you. That's why he said anybody that believes that I am God and that I am a rewarder of those who diligently seek me, I will reward them. I will show myself to them. That's the beautiful message of faith in God. You must believe that he is who he says he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. And guess what? He'll begin to show himself to you. He will show himself to you. So I'm going to tell you, share your story. Can't nobody argue your story. Can't nobody argue it. They can't tell you it didn't happen because you know what happened and you can share it. So I pray that you shared. That's going right there. That's powerful. So all these things, you can take them out of order. But begin with prayer. Listen to them. Eat a meal with them. And serve a need that they have. And share a story. Share your story. You could say share your testimony. But if you're just trying not to get real religious... 
and try not to just show them that you know more than they know. You just share your story. I'm going to tell you right now, I was a drug addict. I was this. I was a liar. I was a thief. Nobody really believes anything that I say now because of my actions I do now. I mean, the actions that I did then. So now my actions now, what do you say? I say, God's real. I say, I tried. I tried, but I couldn't. But God made a way. So let's go back to the beginning. And this is my first close. Praise Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Let's go back to John. And that when I asked you to look at your neighbor, and I said, say to them, are you producing no fruit? Are you producing some fruit? Are you producing more fruit? And are you producing much fruit? And if you go to John chapter 15. Thank you, Jesus. In John chapter 15, it says in verse 1, I am the true grapevine, and my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch of mine that doesn't produce fruit. There's no fruit. There's no fruit. Jesus is not in your life. Jesus is not Lord of your life. That's no fruit. If we keep reading. And he prunes the branches that do bear fruit. You with me? So they will produce even more fruit. So you have some fruit. Verse 3. You have already been pruned and purified by the message I have given you. Remain in me and I'll remain in you. For a branch cannot produce fruit if it is severed from the vine. And you cannot be fruitful unless you remain in me. That's more fruit. That's remaining in Jesus. Unless you remain in me and I remain in you, you will not have more fruit in your life. You call me Lord, but I'm not Lord of your life. You with me? Amen? Amen. Verse 5. Yes, I am the vine and you are the branches. He identifies who he is and who we are. Yes, I am the vine and you are the branches. Those who remain in me and I in them will produce much fruit. The no fruit, the some fruit, more fruit and much fruit. Those four points in these verses. For apart from me, you can do nothing. You can do nothing. Verse 6. Anyone who does not remain in me is thrown away like a useless branch and withers. Such branches are gathered into a pile to be burned. But if you remain in me and my words remain in you, you may ask for anything you want and it will be granted. When you produce much fruit, you are my true disciples. This brings great glory to my Father. No fruit, some fruit, more fruit, much fruit. We can all identify somewhere in there. We can all identify and wherever we're at. We can all grow more and more. None of us have arrived. None of us can say, I got it figured out. If you do, 
that I'm running because I definitely don't have it figured out. But Jesus went to the cross and he finished it. Brother Chad, can I have you up here? He finished it. When he went to the cross, Jesus finished everything that the devil had stole from us. And he restored us back to the very beginning. He wanted things to be like they were when Adam was in the garden and he walked with God. He wanted it to be like it was in the beginning. He wanted us to know that we have everything we need in Christ Jesus. If we would just see God and see Jesus in God and allow the Holy Spirit to be in our lives and work through our lives, He will use us. listening to the podcast today. We hope you enjoyed it and that it inspires you to live out God's Word. For more information, visit us at www.mypassion.church.